right, man. Episode 15? 15. Episode 15. Welcome back, man. I'm here with the great Zaire. I'm here with the great Coach Will. You got on a, a interesting piece of uh, piece of gear right there. What? <laughs> I have the one and only Adrian the Problem Broner what getting knocked out by Marcos Madonna. And it's a beautiful picture. It touched my heart. And I had to get it pasted on my my chest. I do not endorse this uh this picture that's on his on his shirt. Plus, um, I have in the back here Ryan Garcia. I do endorse this one though. Ryan Garcia in the hospital bed with one of many excuses that he's had in his life. And what does it say? Don't don't make this guy your role model. Yeah, both of them. Don't make both him them. your role model, guys. He's the biggest losers that you could probably meet. Shout out to AB. Um. I rock with AB. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna chime in on that. The front of the shirt, but the back, I'll definitely. I love to pick on AB because he has me blocked on social media. Rightfully um, so. Rightfully so. He should. He should have blocked you. I would love to train him. I think I could uh, get him his first victory. <laughs> this is why you block. This is. <laughs> that's why he has you blocked. That's exactly why. I believe he's gonna. They looking to match him with Connor Ben, uh, Nigel Ben's uh, son. Nigel Ben's son. Connor Ben is a is a dog. He just knocked out uh, Chris Algieri. Had him uh, rolling all over the ring. Yeah, he looked like uh, one of those slinkies. One <laughs> <laughs> of those slinkies. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. That's how Chris Algieri looked. It was bad. I I never seen nobody roll. He's awesome stunt man. He is an awesome yo. It's it's crazy. I know we talked about this before, but I've never seen that in my life, in Matthew my fucking Chan life. Call him. <laughs> yo, I mean, this guy, Pacquiao hit him. I think it was a little tapping. He was rolling around. The he was ring. rolling around the ring. Maybe he's breaking his fall. Maybe he's just breaking his fall. I mean, he was in martial arts. He was, I believe, he was twenty-one and old as a kickboxer. You think he's an actor? You think he's taking dives? Nah, I don't think he's taking dives. I just think he's that good. He keeps getting these fights. Yeah, yeah. He keeps getting these fights. I mean, I don't know how the hell he keeps getting all these fights. Yeah, I don't know how he got Conor Ben. Um, is well, he's, he's still he's, ranked? He's still ranked top. He's a name, former world champion, so I can see that. Yeah. I don't know how he got Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. Well, after, after he beat Provanikov, who was uh, who was on top rank as well, I think they just set that up next. Which again, he lost, he lost to Mir Khan. Yeah. He lost. I mean, he got. Punished by American. Yeah. That one. Errol Spence, too. Errol Spence punished him. Yeah. I mean, he's like a, a beanbag. <laughs> Speaking of beanbags. Great guy, by the way. Yes. Uh, shout Algeri, out shout nice out to Chris Algeria. He's from he New York, right? From Long Island, I Long believe. Long Island, yep. Uh, I think he's Long Island, but definitely New York. He's a nutritionist. He's a trainer. Very nice guy. I spoke to him a whole bunch of times. Um, I got like two or three pictures with him. You can see that he don't even smile. He don't like me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's, he's not gonna, definitely not going to like us after listening to this. Like, he doesn't like me, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a likable guy, though. I don't, I don't see, I don't see why. I don't, know, I don't know why anybody wouldn't like you. We um, had a wonderful uh, amateur show this yes, last week at Boxingology. We did. We did. Um, the great PJ Peter Lopez, the explosive thin man part two. Uh, we're not, we're not going to call him that. But you know who they called the explosive thin man, right? Who's that? Alexis Aguayo. Did, oh, yes, 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 yes. Yup, 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 yup. You're right, you're right, you're right. So he's very tall, very lanky. 
long arms. PJ looked good. And he, you could, his power is uh, getting better. It's coming together. Everything is coming together for he, him. He won the second, the second fight, first fight he lost a few months ago. And this is the second fight. He's more prepared uh, as a 15-year-old. Did a lot more running. That was the thing that he lacked before the running. He, he put a lot of work in the running. We were putting a whole week worth of pad work and technique and uh, going over a lot of little things for the fight. And he looked very relaxed, very poised. I wrapped his hands back there. I talked to him mm-hmm. with my nephew, Lou. And um, and he looked ready, man. I actually had a lot of confidence on him because of, of the running. His skills are there, but the running wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. And you could tell how much he's grown from, I believe, September till now. It's it's amazing. He looks looks totally it's different. It's night and day. It's night and day. Night and day, and I'm excited. He was the fighter of the night, and um, he didn't. Boxingology. He didn't gas out either. He didn't, he gas, didn't out, gas out. And he won by a third round knockout. Mm-hmm. You know. But shout out to his opponent, and shout out to the people at uh, um, Charlene uh, Boxing in Staten Island. They came really far. Yep. To uh, to come over here. Shout and, out to them. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can see them again in the future with other guys. We can match them up. Um, great event. Brandon also fought. He didn't get the victory, but uh, he didn't look that bad. Yeah, it was good to finally see Brandon fight. Yeah, he didn't, um, he didn't he, look that he, bad. He, 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 he had some good counter punches in there. He, his power was there. I just wish he would have threw a little bit more. He could have stopped that guy. He, I think I think the thing, the, the, the actual problem he had was the running. I think now that he understands that he needs to do the running as much. Mm-hmm. As far as pad work, technique, I've been seeing Fernando put a lot of work with this kid. I mean, a lot of work. Yeah. At yeah. Night. Every um, night. You know, every so often I'll chim in and, I, and give him some pointers or whatever. But Fernando really put a lot of work mm-hmm. and effort with this guy. And you can see that he's been sparring better. He's a lot more aggressive. Mm-hmm. He's landing good shape. I mean, he hits hard. Yeah, he hits yeah, very, very yeah. hard. He's got and good if, power. And if he was to really believe in that double left hook to the body, he probably score a lot more uh, knockouts. Yeah, he'll start dropping guys. Um, but if he gets his running down pat, I'm gonna see a different Brandon. The Brandon that we're we're looking to expect to see in the coming future is gonna come. Uh, yeah, he's a tough kid. Yeah, yeah, just a little more volume. He he. He would have stopped that kid. He was sharp. He was he was landing his punches when he threw them. He just wasn't throwing enough. Great event. A lot of people in the in the building. Uh, everybody enjoyed the show. As usual. It was a wonderful show. Uh, a wonderful uh, entertainment with the kids and some of the the boys that fought. Um, what we got coming up? What we got coming up next? Next, uh, Ringmasters. Ringmasters is coming up in March. Uh, Ryan Ryan Leary also has uh, March 12th. I believe he has a boxing show. It's already uh, locked in, all the fighters. Uh, I didn't get any that's, of my that's, guys in there. That's right. Champs Boxing Gym in New Rochelle, if you guys don't know. Yeah, Champs. Ryan is a great guy. We got yeah. gentlemen here also. Absolutely. Um, and, then, and then they go to the Ringmasters. And then we're looking at in April uh, having one of the shows in Ringmasters here. Um, I'm not sure what day in April, but... That would be great. That would be That'd amazing. Be yeah, that's not too long from now. Um, what's going on? Any, anything with you? Oh, we had we had some good fights this weekend, man. We had some great fights this weekend. Yeah, man. we had some some bets that that went down this weekend too. Yeah. Um. <coughs> Brooke and um. 
and American. I lost yeah. two hundred and fifty dollars. And the reason why I bet it for American, I always liked American. I always liked American. I thought he probably has one of the top five fastest hands in the history of boxing. I agree. Um, but you could tell he's getting older. Uh, he took some shots. I don't know how he. I don't know how hard he prepares. I'm not watching what he does. Uh, but you can you can see he doesn't have the same bounce as before. I did notice today watching on on the on the clips uh, with with you Zaire that mm -hmm. he had the cupping. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I don't I don't think that works personally. Personally, for me, mm -hmm. it might work for other people, but I don't think that trash works for me. Cupping, yeah. Because I did it here, mm -hmm. and. I felt so dehydrated. I didn't drink any water, nothing like that, right? To do it. And they, it's like almost pulling your skin. Because you're not supposed to drink. You're not supposed to drink water before nothing, you do it. Nothing. Yeah, eat or drink, right? And my mouth was so dry. My tongue was so heavy. And um, I was worried about this. I, I was like very weak, lethargic. I was sitting in the chair there. And, you know, I called my uh, ex-wife. And, I mean, I have to call her. She's a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and I trust her more than everybody. But I asked her, listen. Well, you got to call your uh, ex-wife. You know it's real. You know it's real. And first I had to call her. Uh, is there truce for the next 30 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> Can we have truce for the next 30 seconds? I have to ask you a personal question. I told her about the cup, and she told me, you got to drink a lot of water. And a lot of people actually had heart attacks. Um, and all sorts of things happened. Yeah, it's kind of dangerous. My tongue was very heavy, man. Very heavy. I went to bed. I didn't feel good. Uh, my heart was going even faster. And so, Amir Khan did it. You see the marks, the markings in the background. Right? I, I never seen a fighter come to a fight with those marks on their back before. I think there was somebody else. I just don't remember who that did that. Because um, he had to do it, like, close to the event for the, the marks to still be there. When I did it, I think that same day, you could see the marks. And it lasted for about three days or so. Mm. You know, and even if it was three days ago, it's too, that's too close. I was still screwed up for a while with that, with that thing. Not saying he lost because of this, but it probably played a factor, a little bit of factor on his performance, you know. Um, so I would advise anyone that is looking to do. Uh, like competitive combat sports. Yeah, any, any, any major sports, especially boxing. Right? Don't do cupping. Don't fast. Yeah, no. Don't kill yourself running the last day. Uh, you know, just stick to your diet, man. Train hard the way you're supposed to train. You know, it's worth it at the end of the day when you get the victory. You know, or even if, let's say, you, you do lose, right? You might lose a close fight. But if you start doing all these other things that you think is going to better you in, in, uh, in the future... It just doesn't, man. I really, I was screwed up from that damn crap. And I wore contacts. I think my contacts popped out that day also. You know, that's you was how old. You was all messed up. No, I was dry. I was real dry. Um, yeah, no, that's not good. Yeah, I'll never do that crap no. again, you know. But um, that had nothing to do with him losing that fight because um, I didn't think he would beat Kell Brook from the jump. Um I mean, they're, they're both, and, and I wish this fight would have happened six, seven years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was, 
the turnover event, and this event was huge. Dude, still, still. You know, that was, um, I think, the was it the O2? The O2, yeah. It was huge. The crowd was electrified. Sold, sold out. Sold out. But from speaking to a lot of people uh, and, he, and hearing it on the internet and things like that uh, from the show, everybody was very disappointed, you know? In the, in, in the outcome of the fight. So the outcome yeah. of the fight could have been more competitive, even for <coughs> Brooke. Brooke wasn't, like, completely sharp either, but, you know, more so American. Yeah. They're, they're older. They're um, older now. They're 35. They took, I only went for American because he was beating Canelo until he got caught, right? His resume is a lot more extensive than Cal uh, Brook. Cal Brook. Yeah. You know, he's fought a lot better competition. Mm -hmm. And that's with us, with, you know, with, with all the guys that Brook fought. He fought good guys. He fought Jean Paul. He fought a lot of But really, Amir Khan had a better resume. Yeah, he has a stronger resume, and, for uh, sure. I was going because of his hand speed. Uh, I was going with the fact that he went longer with Crawford while uh, Brooks got knocked out with a jab in the second round by Crawford. And you never see people get knocked out with a jab. Um, that was one thing. And also, Brooke had an orbit fracture. Yeah, from, the orbital bone in from, his eye. From uh, Triple G and one from Errol Spence. Mm -hmm. And I just figured after that, he fought Crawford and got knocked out in the second round. And he's just never going to be the same fighter. Yeah. Right? So I, I went. The odds for me was like, okay. Uh, I think it was a positive 175 or something like that. For, for so I, know, uh, I, I know that if, if, which I bet at 250 to win 875. So I took a chance. It wasn't a bad chance. You know, it could have gone either way, the way I looked at it. But mm -hmm. I was looking at what benefited me. But Kyle Brook did his thing. He, he looked good. Um, <coughs> he was happy. Afterwards, I was happy that they both embraced yeah yeah because it was a it was a lot of tension and beef for years with those two a lot of tension this was the mayweather pacquiao fight that should have happened earlier and it happened now so for for england right over there this was the many pacquiao floyd mayweather, floyd mayweather yeah. because these guys are from that country yeah those so the biggest guys biggest some of the biggest guys, guys there yeah yeah and american won a silver medal for in the olympics and gold uh, for the i believe the junior nationals and things like that so um and they sparred each other i believe when they mm -hmm. were younger mm -hmm. so i think they always had the little yeah little hatred um, yeah it, it was it was good to see them finally fight like that's a fight i mean we both talked about that like we've been looking for that for years but um it's, it's bittersweet because it's like they're older now and like you said we were a little disappointed because the the outcome we thought american would have put up a better fight i thought he would have too yeah um but the better man won that night. Um, one thing's for sure, Amir Khan is not scared to fight. Nobody, nobody. Either neither one of them. Neither Even one. Kelbrook too, because he one. he fought Triple G. He fought Triple G yeah. in the United States. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He fought Sean Porter, I think, in the United States yep. too, right? Yep. Took his I took mean, his belt. These guys are just not. They they two of the toughest guys, and I don't see anybody really that popular right now over there with, with skill set, with super skill set. These guys with super skill set. I mean, Conor Ban, I still got to see. He looks more like a rugged He tough is. Guy. He's he's more of a rugged guy. Uh, uh, Zoo's kid also. What about, uh, where's Luke Campbell from? Luke Campbell is Australia. Australia, yeah. okay. Um, there's another guy. There's one more guy. Uh, it's that guy that they wanted Terrence Crawford to fight. Tall guy. A 
Josh. Josh uh, Taylor, yeah, is he, he's Ireland. from Ireland. Okay, so not yeah. that far from there. Yeah, yeah, not far from there. But yeah, that those, those are the last guys, and you got you got Fury, you got uh, Fury, yeah. Oh, and and I lost thirty push-ups to my boy Freezy. Yeah, you did. And I had to pay for the push-ups, um, and now I have another thirty push-ups because he like Dylan White over Tyson Fury. Mm. I don't know why he would he do that, but I'm definitely gonna win that one. What do you, what 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 do you see? Decision? Yeah, I think it's a decision. I think it's a decision. I think I think this is a tricky fight. Um, the styles obviously styles make fights, but I've seen Fury struggle with s- journeymen, and not to say Dylan White is a journeyman, but he has a he has an awkward style, and he has the punching power that you got to worry about it. I think yeah, I think what it is with um, with Fury. If you're a top-notch guy, he puts up. He, he gets ready for it. Oh yeah, he brings his but A game. If you're not, he kind of like loses his interest. Mm-hmm. But Dylan White is not exactly uh, a Roly Poly No, you no, know, like no. He's he's a he's, he's a quality quali- quality fighter. Yeah, he's a quality I, fighter. I think I think Fury is going to train hard because he knows there's probably three or four more fights in him. Yeah. And that's it. And Dylan White talks a lot of trash too, and so Dylan, he. Dylan talks a lot of trash. He ain't gonna. He ain't gonna let him just just walk in there and do what he wants. Yeah, I, I can't wait. That's in April twenty fourth, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I, I would go with Fury. I'll go with Fury for the decision, but um, I'm not counting Dylan White out. It's interesting. It's an interesting fight. Yeah, man, and I can't wait until Freezy pays me those push-ups. How are you thirty? He owes me thirty. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta double that up, man. Get like sixty. I tried for fifty. He called me back. Oh no, I need thirty. <laughs> but he's a big dude. He's a he is a guy. big guy. He is a big guy. guy. Freezy, you gotta come on the podcast, man. We gotta get you, you gotta on here, man. To the podcast. Uh, you know, much respect for Freezy. He's a great guy. Um, big following in the UK. Um, he's good friends with Anthony Joshua. With everybody, he's good friends with everybody, and he's a pretty good cook. Um. Mm. And he's going pro soon, so I'm excited to see him pro. Good fighter too. And I, I think he's gonna wreck havoc to a lot of people. I mean, he this is. This guy knockout artist. He is. And I'm gonna try to bring him to the gym. Yeah, he's he's gonna climb the rings fast. He's 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 an explosive fighter. He's got real good power. He's he has the look. <laughs> he's gonna make noise. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see him. I, I can see him winning a belt. Yeah. I can see him winning. And a he's belt. got the following already. So. He's got the following, and he's got the power. Yeah. He's yeah. knocking people out with headgear. Yeah, but, oh, like fact, cold, knocking them out cold. <laughs> I was watching a lot of their amateur fights. They don't even have. They don't game. wear it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little different. Yeah. They should bring that back. They should bring that back. I I agree. It'll get you ready for the pros. I think the headgear. I think they proved it years ago that, uh, I believe it's like two or three pounds the headgear, and when you get hit, your neck is snapping back, and there's more spinal more pressure. Uh, or neck injuries, more back injuries because of the headgear. Because gear. of the headgear. And you know what? You're getting hit flush in the face regardless. Because right? it's, it's open. Yeah, the headgear, <laughs> the headgear, all it is is protecting the top of your the head. Crown, yeah. And a little bit on the side, but you still feel the punches. I think it's, I think it was designed not to get hit with, with headbutts. Because you're still getting, like I said, you're still getting hit flush in the face. You're still getting hit in the face. Just right up here, it has the cover and like right. over here. But you, maybe with the headbutts, people coming in, they were worried. It's possible. You know. And cuts. They and, and cuts, yeah. yeah. So that's probably why they were it. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think once you hit, like, a certain amount of fights in the amateurs, I think they should 
Yeah. Eliminate the headgear. That's just me. I agree. I think the open class, you're novice at the beginning. You want to get used to it um, and build into it. Mm-hmm. I think when you hit no, uh, open class, you should have no headgear. Because mm-hmm. that's like in between beginner and going pro. Yeah. So you're like right in between. I think I think they should allow guys to do that. Yeah. You know? Then see, <laughs> and a lot of guys will be like, okay, let me see. This is like the next step. You know, kind of get them used to it. And then it'll, it'll probably slow some people down from turning pro. Like, I don't know. Maybe this ain't what I want to do. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how saw, it goes. We also saw Daniel Jacobs fight uh, John Ryder and Jacobs the, Ross. The miracle Also man. In, in England. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He looked good for the first six rounds, and then he kind of faded away. Faded. And you think that has to do with, with age a little bit? I mean, he's 35 years old. He's not a guy that abuses drugs or is, a, is hanging out on the street. Mm-mm. He's a family man. Cancer survivor. He's a cancer survivor. He's a Christian man. He's always in church. I mean, he's doing things all the time, positive. Um, I think he was rusty. I don't know if he had the very best training camp. Uh, maybe he rushed it in there because he might have needed more, a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Don't know. I don't know his reasons. But the second half of the fight, the other guy, John Ryder, um, you know, was winning. There's two different fights. And yeah, there's two, there's two different, different fights. fights. You know, the first six rounds, he was a little more bouncy. He was a lot more slick. You can see he was pumping those jabs. Yep. Ryder came in because Ryder's a lefty, and he spinned them around. He landed shots. And he looked really good. He looked like the old Daniel Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And then once they hit seventh round, he kind of, you could see his footwork went dead. Yeah, he wasn't um, throwing punches. He wasn't throwing punches. And then the other guy started getting brave, landing shots. Uh, the eighth round came, and he hurt He hurt um, uh, Daniel Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and actually, the, the whole round pretty much was John Ryder landing very uh, hard shots yeah. that wobbled him. And I think they gave that a 10-8 round. It's possible. I would love it's to It's possible, see. yeah. It's I got to see the scorecards. But it's possible because Danny wasn't throwing in that I mean, round. The Jacobs won. Uh, one judge had 115-113 Jacobs. The other uh, judge had 115-113 Ryder. Ryder. And the third judge had 115-113 Ryder. So it, it was obvious it was a close fight. One round. And it could have, yeah, it could have gone either way. Yeah. But that one round that point, that might have been because of the eighth round. I think they, maybe two of those judges, maybe those two judges yeah. made a 10-8 round. Because I would have I would have made that a 10-8 round. You would have made that a 10-8 round? Yeah, so you don't necessarily got to get knocked down mm-hmm. uh, or the referee giving you an eight count for it to be a 10-8 round. So if I'm getting punished constantly getting dominated. And, and getting hit hard and wobbling and everything, you have to give it a 10-8 round because yeah. it wasn't even close. Yeah. You know, so... I think some judges still do that, and I think that's what caused the fight to go John Ryder's uh, way. That could have been – you could be right because Danny did win the first six rounds. Yeah. And six and six would make it a draw, and then that point would have changed everything. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and not for nothing, I, I think that the fight was very competitive, and the fans liked it. You could hear them cheer. Um after the fight, they weren't. They both weren't upset at each other. Mm-mm. I'm sure Danny wanted the victory. Maybe he thought he won the fight, but it wasn't like a, a bad fight. It was a very good competitive fight, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they do a rematch. I don't yeah, know. What's, I don't I, know what's I think, out there for John Ryder. Right. Right. And Daniel Jacobs. I don't know what's out there for him. Yeah. But maybe he do a rematch for this. I mean, the last fight before that he had against 
Rosado. Right, and, Rosado. I, and I want to get into that. And I, I thought Rosado won. Yes, a lot of fans are saying this, is, this fight is karma because they felt Rosado won the fight against Danny, and yeah. Rosado was robbed. And now they're saying Danny won this fight, but he was robbed. And that's another guy like American and, and, uh, and um, Kyle Brook. Not scared to fight anybody. His record, he has a lot of losses, but to top, he, top notch guys. Gabe Rosado fought everybody. And he doesn't have the greatest skills, um, but man, he's he gets he's a good guy. He's a good fighter. He's tough as nails. Tough as nails. Has a decent pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, has learned from Freddie Roach his last fight. He moved mm-hmm. a little better. Fought Jamie Managua, and um, knocked him out. And, and uh, no, there was a decision. No, no, who's the guy that he KO'd? Uh, recently. Who, Rosado? Yeah, he just he KO'd somebody recently. I don't know who Rosado KO'd. I will have to keep talking. I'll look yeah, it. look at it. He he KO'd somebody recently. Um, It was actually one, like, knockout of the year, like, candidate uh, last year. This was last year? Yeah, last year. Last year. Um, keep talking. And um, this guy. But what I was saying was, uh, and, and let's let's give let's give Gabe Rosado a little credit, man. Like, he fought Triple G. Which was was <laughs> a brutal, a brutal fight. Oh, he was and, right in his face. And and Triple G couldn't put him out. He he could he he couldn't put him out. And that was, I think that was one of the bloodiest fights I've ever watched so in my King life. So King Rosado is twenty six and fourteen, with uh, one draw. He got stopped four times and he has fifteen wins by the way of knockout. He is ranked number nine in the world, and that's mm-hmm. because he's competitively fighting yeah, he's, the top guy. He's still a top ten guy um, in this. Yeah, he's a top ten guy. He's not a journeyman. He's no, a top ten. No. And he's number five in the United States. Um, they gave him a box rec, uh, four stars and a half, which means he's he's a competitor. Uh, Thirty six years old, five foot eleven. He lost his no. His last fight was against Jamie Monago. He lost. Who was the guy fight. he KO'd? Uh, before that, he fought Beck, Timar. Mel. I mean, this guy's not even worth even pronouncing. But he, he knocked this guy out. Yes, that was that's the fight I'm talking about. In three rounds. Yeah. Then he lost to Jacobs, which was a uh, he should have won that fight. Yeah, I thought he won that fight. And then he fought uh, before that Roberto Gutierrez Ochoa. He beat him. <laughs> Gutierrez. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy fought everybody. Lewis uh, Array. Wait a minute. Wasn't this guy in this gym here? No, this guy wasn't in this gym. Oh. Uh, uh, Arias, he fought uh, Willie Monroe Jr. Yep. He fought uh, Joshua Clotty. Wow, I used to spar with Clotty. For Curtis, Curtis Stevens, um, too, right? David Lemieux. He David lost Lemieux. To him. He beat Clotty, though. Uh, Jamal Charlo, he lost to him. Mm-hmm. He lost to Peter Quellen. I know Peter Quellen. Um, Leon Love, he lost. Oh, that was. Uh, Jay Leon. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, no decision. He lost to Triple G. He fought everybody. Sean Powell, he beat Sean Powell. I know him. He, uh, 97, when I won the gloves, he won the gloves as well. Mm. Uh, Jesus Soto uh, Carras, he beat him. He fought a, freaking, a whole list of good guys, man. Not a bad fighter at all. Kasim Uma, I remember him. He beat him also. He lost to Alfredo Angulo, the, the, the pejo. A, a great career. and Great career. And it's... It's sad, like some people would look at his career and say, "Oh, this guy lost lost all these times. He got stopped four times. Like he was." And I hate I hate when they say this, but they'll call him a bum. If he if he would have had the proper trainer, if he would have had the proper trainer and um, 
maybe better amateur record or whatever, but he would have been a different fighter. He probably would have beaten half of the guys that he lost to because he shows a lot of heart and poise, and with the little that he has, he's done well. He's he's gotten this far with yeah, he's gotten with the skills far. that he's he has. Yeah, a lot of decent guys. He's be, yeah, yeah. And he's kept up with other guys. Yeah, and he's still going at thirty six. So with another guy would have, that would have gotten him early and fought him a lot and would have kept with him, he probably would have been a lot of these guys, man. Yeah. You know, he probably would have been a lot of these guys. Yeah. What do you shame. what do you think next? You do you think him and uh, Danny Jacobs should run it back? I think they should run it back. I want to see that. Should, I don't think Danny. I don't think Danny likes him. Danny don't like him. Yeah. I don't th- think personally he likes him. No, they they have um, a, they have a little beef. A little beef going. I think Jacobs, the man he is, respects him because he's a fighter and he's in there. You know, and he knows what it takes to be a fighter and. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone could lose their life or their health. Mm-hmm. But as a person, I don't think he likes. I don't think he likes Rosado for whatever reason. They have beef, but he don't like him. So I don't see him doing a rematch. I think the fact that he got the victory. Yeah, it's enough for him. He's yeah, like, I beat yeah. you. I don't need to fight you. Yeah. And I understand, but this guy here, he lost to. So maybe he does a rematch with this guy in the in the near future. Yeah, I I I don't want to see it. Um, I think they should run it back because it was close, but. It's not something that I'd personally tune into. I'm sorry, but um. I wouldn't pay um, 9.95 or 99 cents because YouTube always provides the videos for us for free. Next day. Uh, next day. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who uh, puts <laughs> rips videos and put it on YouTube. Rips it, but guys, you guys are ripping it wrong because now mm-hmm. when we watch a fight here, we're either missing rounds or. They zoom in it so so wide that yeah. you can see the guy's head. You can't see the punches or the footwork. Yeah. So you don't know where they're going. You don't know if they're going in the tub or out yeah. the ring. Then they'll flip the screens too. And, and they, yeah. guys will be lefty to really righty. Guys <laughs> are going lefty <laughs> and the wording is going backwards. Yeah. It's, it's, I know so the video doesn't get taken down, but eventually it's going to get taken down anyway. But yeah. <laughs> they should just let everything play. I mean. Yeah, they got to make that money. You, you know how it is. But speaking of that. Well, not speaking of that, but Conor Ben. We were talking about Conor Ben. Conor Ben. And um, that's Amir Khan's boy, right? Yeah, he said he's gonna he's gonna pay him back. He's gonna he wants he wants. He's getting it back in blood. But I think Brooke wants they're calling out Mayweather for an exhibition. Kel Kel Brook. Yeah. Hmm. For Mayweather an exhibition. Mayweather's not gonna do that. I think Mayweather always wanted to fight at the O2 because it's a it's a huge arena. I think where well, they fit 80,000 or oh, more. Oh, man, they make so much money. They and, make so and, much and, money. And, and their uh, entertainment is beautiful. Like, they, they throw fireworks and all this uh, power, power metric. What is yeah, it called? Yeah, the, the pyro. pyro uh, you, now you're going to make me say the word wrong. Since <laughs> 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 you, you butcher everything. Let's move on. <laughs> the fireworks. Yes, yes. The fireworks. And the music and the display. The O2 is the most beautiful arena that I've seen in boxing events in. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Beautiful. And... An exhibition, Floyd Mayweather and, and Brooke, that'll be interesting. I don't you think know? Floyd would, would take would take Kel Brook though, because Brook is at, still at, fresh. He's still fresh, yeah. And at this point, Floyd is like way past way past his prime. Sorry. And Brook is Brook is active. Last thing he needs is to get dropped. Yeah, yeah. Brook is active. He's strong. He's still strong. He's still lo- he's still sharp. That's that's not a smart move and, for and Floyd right now. Fighting in his hometown. Yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna <laughs> you ain't gonna get a decision. But you I'm see. sure the ego that. Floyd has that Floyd has right, and his little angels and his and his shoulders. 
I'm probably telling him if they offer me a certain amount of money, I'll go there and beat him. And I could beat him. And, and I'm sure he believes it. And I'm sure he'll train. Um, and he takes training serious. And but I, that might be a mistake. I'll say this. I think if Floyd trains, he still beats him. I think he Floyd still beats him. Yeah, if he if he if he puts on a real training camp, and I think he still beats him because you, he's still out there sparring with guys, and they still they still saying like he's he looks like he's twenty years old still. Of course you're gonna say that because if you don't say that, he's gonna kick you out the gym. Oh come and on, probably, come on, man. He's probably paying these guys money. He's probably giving them two thousand dollars worth of watches or ten thousand dollar watches. They may punch you a few times. Let it. Let Ellie sat back, sit there with a little camera, you know, reporting and 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 record this footage and then kind of like, you know. So you think Brooke, So you think if Floyd and Kelbrook fought today, you taking Kelbrook? Yeah. Look, whose career is better? Obviously, Floyd Mayweather. Who's the better yeah, fighter all time? We don't, uh, don't got to talk Floyd about Mayweather. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's forty-five years old. Okay, he's forty-five years old. Mm-hmm. He's not in a competitive fight. He, he's way for the not take uh, Logan, Paul. Logan Logan Paul yeah and Logan swung him from pole to pole but yeah. he's a big boy he's, big, he's a big big boy big like boy. like two hundred pounds but I don't know I don't think this guy's like hungry I I don't know I mean all you need is a guy that you could ignite a little bit of fire like Kyle Brook and Floyd Mayweather lose a little bit of that fire and that and that excitement and. It, it could cause for a good fight. Yeah, because Brooke, Brooke got... First of all, it's not going to be a winner. It's an exhibition. Right. But if he dropped him a few times, things like that, you know, that that's a winner in a lot of people's minds. Like, oh, man, if this fight would have been official, you know, Brooke won. He dropped him three times. Right, right, you know? right. And, you know, you're going to have me with the fans. Oh, yeah. but he pulled it out. He looked good. He yeah. grabbed and He scratched him a little bit in the corner. It, it just don't make sense at this point for Floyd, but... um. A fight in the 2 if if he was to do it, it had to be one of those two guys, Amir Khan or Kelbrook. And Kelbrook just won, so I mean. But I'm, you know, you know what I, I think, and a lot of people have said this too. The UK has the best fans in the world. I'm sorry to say this. Um, you would put them over Mexican boxing fans? But they don't. A lot of people are not fighting. Like it's not really shown on TV like that over there. True, you know? but the. The loyalty. I mean, I've seen uh, in Telemundo mm-hmm. fights, in, you know, taking place in Mexico and chairs flying across the ring, mm-hmm. hitting ring announcers. Yeah, that's you know, I mean, that's that's a different, that's for a different reason. <laughs> you know, they, they, they get wild. They're, they love. Yeah, it. they're passionate about their sport. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact that Puerto Ricans and Mexicans always had that Yankee Red Sox rivalry, and I also know. That just like Puerto Rico, Danny Garcia fought over there, right? Danny Garcia was Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. and he fought a guy named uh, Herrera. Mauricio Herrera. Yeah, and Herrera should have won, but they gave it to Garcia. Yeah. And the fans booed the decision. The fans booed Danny Garcia. They keep, they keep, they, they keep it boxing. real. They, they keep it real. And they don't support uh, lies and and fabrications and. You know, these, they know that these guys are fighting. Yeah, they're, they're real fans, and they're going to they tell you like it is. Just like just like New York like New York Knicks fans. Like, yeah. They'll boo you. <laughs> they don't care who you are. Dirty hand mar- margarito, right? Went to uh, an event that I saw in Telemundo or Galavision, one of those, 
fans, and he went there as a guest, and they introduced him, and the fans were booing the crap out of him. Mexican. They don't respect that. They don't, yeah. they, they don't respect them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them, a lot of guys that I know that are Mexican, right? They're like, oh, he's a cheater. You know, we don't do that's horrible. How and he did that to Cotto. Cotto's Puerto Rican, so you think they still will stand by him? And I'm sure there's still Mexicans that mm-hmm. will support him, but the majority, right? The majority will not support him. They don't like. They don't like Marino. You know what? You might you might be right because I'm thinking back to that uh that Floyd Ricky Hatton fight and. They were in the MGM Grand in Los in Las Vegas, and that whole whole crowd. <laughs> that was a massive crowd, and you cannot. Say, they had more people there. Than they was they was singing the whole fight. They Ricky had to get his face punched in. They said, "It's only one <laughs> Ricky." <Hatton. laughs> this guy's get knocked across the ring. They they still singing. It, same thing with Prince Nassim Ahmed. Yeah, flew yeah. down here. Prince, uh, 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 Frank Bruno. Kazaki, Kazaki, not as much. Not as much, quiet. yeah, yeah. But these other guys that were big mouths, man, they they they, they show fly. up, they, they show up. But when we fight over there, mm-hmm. at the hotel, you don't see Americans flying over there. No, hell yeah. no. They're like, ah, we're not going. No, over we there ain't going today. over there. And and plus, we probably can't because they buying those seats out. Yeah, they, they had the best fans. They had the best fans. And you know what I like about their interviews is that, and I was watching closely. American and Kyle Brook, and every time one said something, you saw the other guy. They were cla- they all clap. They all cheer each other. Res- respect. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot more respect. Here in the United States, right? Uh, Riddick Bowe was one of my favorite guys, and and Evander Holyfield. And when Holyfield lost a few times, uh, like to Michael Moore the first time, first thing he said was like, "Oh, I thought I had a heart attack, and I think that's why I lost the fight." And yada yada yada, right? And then he lost again to Riddick Bolt, the third fight that he got KO'd. And he said, um, you know, I had the flu and my shoulder gave out. Like, this dude never gave a, uh, never gave credit. He never yeah. said, this guy beat me fair and square. The better man won tonight. Like uh, A million excuses. Mike Tyson, I like Mike Tyson too. Another one that made a million excuses. But he'll, he'll be happy to knock you out and try to pick you up, you know, as the good guy. But don't let him lose. Because he's like, oh, look at my, my eyes. Uh, I got to go to my kids like this. Nah, I and, remember that one. That was classic. That? Yeah, it's a classic, yeah. You know, I got to feed my kids like this, like a monster. My kids going to be scared of me. They're yeah. going to be scared of me. I'm scared of him over the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, the the UK fans, are. it's a different breed. It's a different breed over there. Like, And I think that's, like, the, the biggest arena, right? Don't don't they do, like, soccer soccer games out, out there well, sometimes? Well, I, I think uh, – Mexico, Julio Cesar Chavez fought at the Mexican Coliseum. Mm-hmm. I think they have over a hundred thousand people that can sit there. I think I think more. the O2. Uh, we gotta we gotta fact check that. We gotta look well, that up to see. Yeah, yeah. Let me keep talking while you while you. We gotta get a research guy in here, man. <laughs> we we, we need uh we need Angel back back in here. Man. Angel back here. <laughs> we need Angel here to do the research for us while we talking. Right, keep keep. Um, but uh. Yeah, I don't even know, man. Uh, I'll, I'll wait for you to research that because we, I really want to know uh, what what arena is bigger. I'm pretty sure the O2 Arena holds more than hundred thousand people. Well, we're gonna. See, we're I'm I'm almost hundred percent sure it holds more than hundred thousand. And uh, we had Vladimir Klitschko. Vladimir Klitschko, that's his home. Yeah. He he runs he runs that arena. 
That's that's his arena. It says capacity is uh, the the AO is twenty one thousand, right? Wait, which what's what's the that? O two uh-huh. is twenty thousand. The AO no arena is twenty one thousand. The Wembley Stadium is ninety thousand. That's the one I'm talking about. That's Wembley's one I'm talking about. I'm the sorry. That's Alexandra where they do the. Palace is ten thousand four hundred. Wembley's where they do the soccer games. Yeah. Um, the MS Bank Arena eleven thousand. The SSE Arena Wembley twelve thousand five hundred. Uh, man, they they all they have a lot of stuff here. Um. What, there's another and it's right? Manchester. Manchester. The Manchester Arena, isn't it? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so the O2 was 20,000, you said? Yeah. Okay. Wembley was 90,000. 90, Manchester Arena. Who fought in Wembley last? Was it was that Anthony Joshua and, uh, and Usyk, or were they at the O2? Uh, I think they were at the O2. Someone there's an O2 and there's an a-O arena. Somebody, someone fought at Wembley, and I'm, I'm trying to remember who it was. It, it could have been Klitschko and, and, and Fury. It doesn't say here, but we're going to see how many people fit in the Mexican arena. And you said, what's that one called? I think it's called the Mexican Coliseum. Yeah, if we talking boxing fans, I think UK fans, Mexican fans, the second, they're 1A, they're 1B to me. One A, one B. What All you right, got? So, the current official capacity of the Coliseum is seventy seven. Well, wait a minute. This is in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> that ain't. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get. Mexico. Oh, no, okay. Is it still? Is it still around? Yeah. Let me see. This one holds. 87,523. That's close to Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's and he packed that out. Chavez. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta respect that. Yeah. And he's he's the he's their that's their guy. That's their guy. That's no their guy. What. Yeah. So no matter what. if anybody could do it. The only other person that could do that, and you're gonna get a little upset, but Canelo. Canelo, man. Whatever the case may be, maybe because of the steroids, maybe because he's white, he looks white with red with hair. With the red hair, yeah. He's like uh, Lucille Ball's uh, son. He's like Blake Griffin. Um, yeah. You know, or Archie, the comic book Archie with the red hair. Yeah, or Ch- Chucky. Uh, Chucky Cheese. <laughs> Chucky. Oh, oh, Chucky. Chucky, this Chucky guy, the, uh, doll. the doll. I think they just, they, I mean, I don't think they support him like that, man. Canelo? I don't think it's important. A lot of the fighters don't like him. Juan Miguel Marquez don't like him. Yeah, these guys. Are, don't like him. But you think Morales these guys? Don't, uh, don't like him. These guys are probably hating on him though. They don't think he's the greatest fighter of all time. They they still have Chavez as number one. You know, you know, and that's see that's that gatekeeper and they're, stuff. And they're in between Chavez and Canelo. Yeah, but these these guys are because they grew up watching Chavez. Yeah, these guys are gatekeepers. So you know, everyone has to fight for their error. You know. Which which is unnecessary, right? And they do it in basketball too, right? Like these guys act like LeBron James can never be better than anybody from the nineties, which is ridiculous. But it's the same with boxing. It's like Canelo's Canelo's great, man. Like we, we gotta give him his credit. Like he's he's gonna look, he's a Hall of Famer. If I had to vote for him, he'll go into the Hall of Famer. For fame. sure. Yeah. Um 
you know, I, I think, uh, you know, not to hate on them, but I think if you look at them, a lot of fighters, not everyone is like Muhammad Ali or Pacquiao or other guys that fight everybody and they suffer losses, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes there's guys that don't get a chance to fight. Hey, even Pacquiao. I would have loved to see Manny Pacquiao on a mere time. When Khan was in his best. In his prime, yeah. I think Pacquiao still beats him. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see um, who else? Who else out there? Uh, we well, we got to take into account now too is there's a lot more fighters. Number one, there's more belts. Pacquiao, Madonna. I mean, Pacquiao, like, Madonna would have been good. You can only have so many fights anyway. Yeah. And, you, it's, it's and, and then you got to deal with the promotion. It's a lot more business the, now. The, yeah. The, this guy wants this much money. This guy deserves it. This guy's not listed in the top ten. You know, it's just so much. So just, it's just so difficult to get every guy in in the list. Yeah. You know, Oscar De La Hoya for almost everybody, and even that, there was guys that he didn't fight. He didn't fight Vernon Forrest. Um, Who I think would have gave him, him help. Oh man, that would have been. Him help too. That would have been a good fight. That would have been rough. Um, yeah, he didn't fight Vernon Forrest. He didn't fight Winky Wright. Which you another know, guy who I think would have gave him trouble. Probably would have done the same crap he did to Trinidad. Yeah, or Mosley. You know? <laughs> or Mosley. Yeah. Shut yeah, them out. Yeah. You know? Um, so there's always guys it's, out there. It's, it's always going to be James, guys. James Tony didn't fight uh, Julian Jackson or uh, Gerald McKellen. You know? Neither did Roy. Neither did Roy. Yeah. You know? I mean, the, it's not like these guys. And we don't, we don't hold that against none of these fighters. Like, huh. But when it comes to the to new age fighters, it's... We, we, we examine everything about their careers now. And, and it's a shame because it, it's, you're talking about other Hall of Fame fighters, could have fought other Hall of Fame fighters, you know. Bernard Hopkins and Tony would have been a nice fight. Oh, man. That would have been a nice oh, man. That, fight. That's, my, that's like my dream, one of my dream fights. I have like five fights that I would have loved to see. That, that's one of my dream fights. Name, name me the five fights. All right, so we got James Tony. Feasible fights. Well... All right, they're I mean, not don't, all. Don't say, don't say Mayweather and, and Leonard. No, That's no, no, no. So okay, so so then I got to change my list. And so we talking about people that was in the same era, right? Could have fought. Okay, I got you. So James Tony and Bernard, I wanted to see that for sure. I wanted to see Winky and Delahoya. Good thing you said that one. Um, Gerald McClellan and Roy, I would have loved to see that, even though I know they were friends. Um, That's another fight that I would have loved to see. Um, And your boy. uh. Holyfield and your boy, uh, no, uh, Lennox Lewis and uh, Riddick Bow is another one. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen Riddick Bow and Holyfield. That would have been a very interesting one. Um, I think the Riddick Bow that was with Eddie Fudge beats Lennox Lewis, but I think the Riddick Bow that left Eddie Fudge and then Lewis hmm. had uh, Stewart. Uh, Stewart. I think he wipes the floor with Riddick Bow. He was a lot more uh, um, pinpoint accuracy with his jab. Tremendous counter puncher, slowed the game, and, and just did so much. So man. you think no matter what, the the Lennox Lewis that was with Emmanuel Stewart beats Riddick Bow no matter what. No, no, not more, no matter what. If you put that that uh, Lennox Lewis right, uh-huh. the one that beat David Tua, yes. I think that was the best I've seen. Yes, yes. To fight Riddick Bow, the the only Riddick Bow, the best Riddick Bow that I ever seen, and I seen all his fights, the best Riddick Bow. Was Riddick Bow when he fought Evander Holyfield the first fight? He was in phenomenal shape. That guy was at his best. That was that was Eddie the best Bush Riddick Bow. Yeah, that was the best Riddick Bow. And I think 
that would have been a very that would have been fight. that would have been an amazing fight. Those yeah. two guys fighting, I'm, it's a pickem. It's ah, a pickem. Yeah, yeah. Know, if you if you if you sit and think about it and you can't come up with an answer fast enough, it's a pickem. It goes either which way. Yeah. Right. Um, I would that would have been my, one of my fights. Right. Mm-hmm. George Foreman, Larry Holmes, in their prime, and as old men, I would have loved because even as old men, they were kicking ass. They were kicking ass as as old men. So I would have loved to see that. Okay. Their prime. I, I like that. I like um, that. I would have loved to see um, Marvin Hagler with Toto Benitez. I mean, they talk about the four kings of boxing. That would have been that would have been interesting. Benitez was part of that. He was he was right in there. He's he's right in there. Yeah. I mean, he beat Durant. He doesn't get mentioned. He beat Durant. You know, Tommy Hearns didn't want a rematch because his arm was already shot. From missing so from many missing punches, so many punches. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, and Leonard too. Leonard yeah. said he he missed more punches with this guy than he fought. Anybody, anybody. It, he's a, he's a tough guy for anybody, and Hagler would have had a hard time with him because he's Hagler would have. Yeah, defensive genius. Yeah, I got another one for you, uh, Mike Tyson and David Tua. That would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been a good one too. That would have been that would have been that would have been a great fight. I think Mike Tyson in his prime. Even Mike Tyson, that didn't have Customado, mm-hmm. like right after he lost to Douglas, he fought Razor Roddick and these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He beats that David Tua. But David Tua would have beaten the, the Mike Tyson that came out of prison. Yes, yes. Because he just wasn't yeah, he he was the same. Mentally, know? yeah, he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 was close. I w- I'm going to say for my fourth fight, right, because I have Lennox Lewis, Riddick Bowe, mm-hmm. right? I have Larry uh, Holmes Larry and George Foreman. George Foreman. Uh, you right? said uh, you said uh, Benitez and Hagler. Benitez and Hagler, and here's another fight I would have loved to see, but he died, and they were ready to match this fight up. Is Salvador Sanchez Alexis mm. Arroyo? Mm. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Woo. And for those that don't know, you better do the research. Do your research on Salvador. Most people are gonna say in Mexico, right, Chavez. But if you talk to those old school guys in the 1970s and early 80s, because I know a few of those guys from uh, from the neighborhood, they all, I mean, they, they respect the Chavez. But they say the best fighter ever in Mexico is Salvador Sanchez. I think he died at 22 or 23 years old. And he had like 50 fights already, you know. He was and a he beast. he was fighting the best. He was a beast. Asuma Nelson in his prime, he, he fought him. 15-round fights, yep. you know? He had one loss to a guy named Antonio Bacera, right? It sounded like Antonio Barrera. That's his only loss. Slick, slick but he defense. Went oh, man. Beat with Frodo, uh, uh, Gomez, uh, and, and, and he just looked amazing, man. It's a shame he died. It's, it's a, a shame. Porsche. It's he a shame, Porsche. yeah. He Porsche. He went full blast. He had a car accident. He died. It's a shame. Yeah, if y'all don't, if y'all don't know who that is, please, please, like, <laughs> if you love boxing, like, you, you should know who Salvador Sanchez is. Um, that would have, yeah, against Aguayo, yeah, that would have been. That was the fourth, fifth. It's a, it's a toss up here, man, because I'm gonna say tie for fifth, so I can squeeze in two, right? Troy Mayweather. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna guess this one, right? I'm, 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 I'm thinking of it. Now, what weight class? So I can, let me try to guess. 147. Margarito? Nah, I think he outpoints Margarito. Even, uh, even with the dirty hand wrap. 
Forty-seven. I know Paul you. Williams. Uh, Paul Williams. I knew Paul you. Williams. I knew you were gonna say that. Paul Williams, Paul Williams was a f- one fifty-four man, where Floyd was forty-seven. Yep. And, but and, okay. And I apologize for Paul Williams for having him on, on the line. Yeah, for yeah. For a long time, because that year's never so bad. <laughs> Miscommunication, uh, Paul. Yeah. Our fault. But but uh, Paul Williams, I think would have given him hell. He was six foot two. Lefty, which Mayweather didn't like fighting lefties. Different, different weight class, the though. The guy was averaging about 100 punches around. The guy hit hard. Um, you know, it's funny because when Floyd went to 147, he was still in his prime. And Paul Williams came into the scene and beat Margarito, when at that time, everybody didn't. And I don't think Floyd was scared of Margarito. Mm. I think he would have beaten Margarito. Yeah. I just think. I, I just think. The money didn't make sense. It didn't make sense, sense. yeah. He, he probably said, man, this is a rough fight, but they're not going to pay me as much for this. Yeah. You know? So, I get it, right? It wasn't a marketable fight. But Paul Williams came into, into that division, right? 147, and beats Margarito. Right after that, Mayweather retired. Margarito, uh... Here you go. Here you go with your... Here Paul you go Williams, with your, your, your conspiracy yeah, theories. Paul Williams stood there for a little longer, right? And then went up and wait to 154 where he fought Kermit Cintron and knocked him out again. I mean, every time he touched him, he knocked him out. Then he fought Carlos uh, Quintana and um, lost a close uh, close fight. I know, I know Carlos Quintana. Great guy. I would love to have him on the podcast too. Um, and then on the rematch, Paul Williams knocks him out. Knocked him out. I believe in the first round. Yeah. But he stood at 154, right? Then he ran into, uh, then he ran into Martinez. Sergio Martinez. Yeah, Sergio know? Martinez, yeah. Uh, but also, Paul Williams beat Winky Wright. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, um, Paul, Paul Williams is another unsung, unsung guy in boxing, man. Guy, he, man. when he came on the scene, like it was to see a guy that that height, that weight, it was it was amazing, and the skills that he had. Freak of nature. Freak. So Mayweather came out of retirement, came back to the 147. I mean, I can't be a hundred percent guaranteed that he ducked him, right? But is for me, and I think it's a good way to uh, to start a uh, what do you call it a uh, conversation? No, not conversation. A um, controversy. Not controversy. Blasphemy. You're talking blasphemy. straight blasphemy right now. That's not what you're doing. A, um, oh man, I can't. What happens when you're a fighter for years? You forget things. Yep. Um, and you say crazy shit too. Uh, what is that word? I can't get it. Um, what you're trying to say is you're talking a lot of nonsense right now. Floyd wasn't ducking Paul Williams. Paul Williams was conspiracies. Yes. You know, I like this conspiracy. I think I think he did. I think he retired because he didn't want to fight him. And he probably had made enough money he was happy. And when he saw that Paul Williams went up in weight, he came back out of retirement. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And he went and started fighting whoever he was gonna fight. But I just felt that was good. that should have been it, right? And so that was my fifth, right? That was your fifth, yeah. And then I said I was another one for Tyson fifth. Yeah, you said you had another one. Would have been Roberto Duran. Oh, I like this. I like this already. Against one guy that was, he didn't know how to keep it in his pants. Tony oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah, I knew you were about to say. I you were about to say. And they were grooming that. They were grooming Tony Ayala for the for Yeah, yeah. Fight. I think Duran would, I, that out of all the fights you said, I think that's the only one that would have been a convincing one. I think Duran would have beat him, I think. Yeah, I've seen a lot of his fights recently. A lot of his fights. And El Toro was a tough he was. son of a gun. He was. Very tough. In prison, he knocked people out. And out of prison, he knocked people out, knocked women out. I mean, he was. He was a wild boy. He was a wild he boy. He was a wild boy. Um, 
came from a family of fighters. And, and his, his father was very strict. His father used to hit him with the belt or, or the whip, right? Uh, <laughs> there's a story of Tony Aguilera, right? He's sparring. His father's outside the ring, right, with the jump rope. And he's hitting his son. Every time he was close to the ring, I guess he didn't want him near on the, the ropes. rope. Yeah. Hitting him with the, with the with the jump rope. We should start doing that here, <laughs> man. We, we should start doing that. Some of these guys are here, man. That's big work. That would have been that would for the Tyson tour. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Too. So who? So who? So you said Tyson beats him in his prime. Beats Tua. In yeah. his prime, but yeah. the Tyson he that came. He was faster. Yes. He was more hungry. Yeah. He didn't have any layoffs, so he was he was competitively he was ready. I mean, his juices were flowing. He was eager to get yes. into the ring. Yes. You know, Tua. Tua is a, is a monster. Monster, but yeah. But Tua was very relaxed. You know, like yeah, patient. He was he was too patient sometimes. Patient. Yeah. I think Mike Tyson could have hurt him. I think from the two, they both would have hurt. But I think Tyson, with his speed, Tua was more. That was his. That brute, was his advantage. Brute force, right? But Tyson had the same force with power. Yeah. You know, and had angles. Yes. You know, and yeah. I think I think it was just too much for. A little Tua. bit more defense too. It would have been too much. For yeah. Tua. Man, what about what about the Tony Bernard Hopkins? Who you got? Tony Bernard Hopkins. So, I think Tony would have beat him. I think Tony beats him in his prime. I think Tony beats him as an older man. Just because Tony threw more, right? Uh, it's it's weird, right? Because Roy Jones, Roy Jones beat both of those guys, but then he lost to him as an older as an older man. man. Not an older guy because they were still the same age. Yeah. But but with Roy. His athletic His ability it diminished. Athletic, yeah, it diminished extremely fast. I yeah, mean, we had a, a like a four or five year gap with him, and after that, it just yeah, he was untouchable in that gap. But and of course, we're gonna touch on how many people he fought and the quality fighters, because my boy Tricky Frazier from New York, who mm-hmm. was like fourteen and seven, with was was that the hands behind the back one? No, he knocked. Uh, he knocked another guy. I forgot who he was. He was bald. bald yes. Guy. He did that. Behind the back, yeah. Um, I forgot his name, but yeah, yeah. He, he drove. Was, he drove cabs, I think. He fought. He fought a lot of guys mm-hmm. that were nonsense, and they should have 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 even been there. He he had the platform in boxing where he could have said, "I'm not fighting these dudes no more. I need to fight the best." But I think he lost his hunger. I think he lost his hunger. He was playing basketball. I remember he played basketball and came in on the, like an hour uh, after the basketball, and there was a, an hour and a half ready for the big fight, and he was fighting Eric Lucas. And I remember, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Larry Merchant saying, can you believe Roy just had a wonderful game here and there? Cha- I think it was a charity event or whatever it was, and he came straight to the boxing fight and didn't wrestle, and, and he's fighting Eric Lucas, and it went – it went the distance and he won, but it's like, come on, when you have to do that, how serious are you in boxing? And what happened is, once he started, uh, I think he got bored. I think he got he got upset with people constantly saying you're fighting nobodies, and he took a gamble and went up to heavyweight, and he fought John Ruiz. He was Listen, he was chasing he, he was chasing greatness. He didn't fight the best of the heavyweights because no, he was Lennox Lewis, nah. but. He still fought. He fought a John Ruiz, who, who was a title bad, holder, and he wasn't a bad fighter. Nah, he was nah, just a slow fighter. Yeah, but John Ruiz beat a lot of guys. Yeah, 
And, um, but he was tailor made for Roy. Taylor like made, he was tailor made for Roy. Yeah, the jerky, jerky. Yeah. Another guy that's gonna eventually be on our podcast. Very John nice Ruiz. Guy, yeah. Um, very, very nice guy. But he was easy to time because he had the little jerk. You know, mm-hmm. Jerk. He had the fastest hands, fastest speed. But to go up and fight a heavyweight and win the title, like. Yep. And then mm-hmm. dropping weight. And so that's where that was a mistake. All this is gonna lead to. That was a mistake. Yeah. Roy had a lot of muscle. To heavyweight, I mm-hmm. think it was at 205, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, around 205. And uh, beat John Ruiz. He just wanted to prove a point and he won the belt. No need to stay there to fight Lewis or the other guys, which were bigger. Um, so he, he went back down. back down. Yep. And when he dropped down, he was just never the same fighter again. He fought um, Tarver. It went the distance, and most people, including myself, thought that Tar- Tarver won the first fight. He did. And then the second fight came in, and he got knocked out. And the third fight, he lost as well. But he was just happy that he lasted the fight. And then he lost to uh, Glenn Johnson also. Right after that. Yep. Uh, a year later or so, he lost to Danny Green and so on and so on. A bunch of other but, guys, yeah. But he lost a lot of muscle. And so there's a guy here. And guys, please leave a comment if you want to talk about this or an opinion. We have a guy. That is talented in his gym, Smiley, and he's a muscle-bound kid. He's like 22 years old. He's got good genetics, yeah. Very good genetics, 22 years old. Doesn't have the biggest legs or broader shoulder, but he's tight, right? Walking around around 170. At his fighting weight, I'm going to say 162, 164, because um, he doesn't, we don't even know how, how, how his eating habits is. Because, True. You know, I don't know what he does in his house. He does smoke cigarettes, uh, hookahs, and things like that. But this kid, I can't picture him losing a lot of weight. And he was losing to, to fight the amateur show that we had. In two weeks, he lost, I think, almost 20 pounds. And then he started bleeding to his nose, right? He started wearing a garbage bag because he felt... He could lose weight like that. And I used to wear the garbage bag back in the late 80s and early 90s when I was boxing. When you ain't know no better. When, and everybody, everybody did that. Yeah, because they didn't know better, yeah. And we put the garbage bag and we trained hard with the sweater. And I ain't going to lie, I was dehydrated. I still remember those moments. Everybody back then was dehydrated. It did more harm than good. And nobody does that no more except him. I think he wants to keep this, uh, this, this thing going. Um, yeah. This old-fashioned thing going. Smiley, enough is enough with the with the garbage bag, yeah, man. You clog, first of all, you, you clog your pores with Vaseline. The, yeah. Okay, so you can't breathe, right? And you can't sweat because you're clogging your pores. And then you got garbage bag that is designed for garbage, not designed for you to lose weight. And the thing is sticking to your stomach, yeah. right, with the Vaseline, and you ain't going to be breathing or losing weight because of the... The poor, your pores can't breathe when he's doing this. And what happens is you destroy your muscles. And that's why after he lost the weight, I believe for, for five days, he was really sick. Deple- he he depleted his body. And he didn't understand that. He continued to do this. I think he should do the research. I, I'm going to print out stuff. Up. They have made material now. You know, that you don't have to wear garbage yeah. bags. Yeah, you know? they, they make 
actual boxing like sweatsuits. To replace the Vaseline, they have sweet sweat. Sweet sweat, Abilene. Abilene. That opens up the pores and allows you to sweat more. I don't know why he didn't do that. And he goes back and says, oh, well, my coach, uh, Victor Pena from Morris Park. And this guy hasn't won anything with anybody. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The guy has not won anything with nobody. And, 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 and uh, the few times that I met him, He's a total jerk, and I went to shake his hand. He didn't even shake my hand. He didn't acknowledge me. He was rude. Mm. One time I had a fight named Bruno, and, and Bruno spoke to him, and he said, oh, that's my coach now. The guy didn't acknowledge me. He didn't, you know, and then years later, he calls me and wants, oh, uh, any sparring there, anything. Who's this? Oh, it's Victor Pena. Nah, boom, <laughs> hung up the phone on him. Come on, bro. That's not how, I, that's not how that I work. I don't work like that. He worked like that. I worked like that. Right. That's his trainer. I never see this guy in my gym. And if he comes to my gym, I'm probably going to kick him out anyway. Right. But I've never seen this guy in my gym. I've been in this gym for four years. I've never seen Victor Pena walk around here or anything like that. He called me three times. Three times. I, you know, I said, no, I have nothing. And I hung up. I never see him going over there. Somebody's always in this gym. So with, I, with, I, how's he telling you this information? So, yeah. You know. I don't know what moments that he had with this man. I don't know what quality time and intimate moments he's had with this man. But apparently he loves this man as his trainer. He knows the best. But if he's so good, and this guy is probably close to his 70s, what world champions has he created? And if he hasn't created world champions, what has he done in boxing? Has he opened up a boxing gym? Has he created a brand or clothes or some type of gadget that helps you punch faster or or anything. Right. I don't think he has done anything. He's one of those guys under the ring guys, you know? Like, oh yeah, remember him? Remember, oh he was a nice guy, yeah. Good old guy. He tried his best. Didn't get any <laughs> victories. Sucked. You know? I mean I don't know if he fought. Which, I don't know if he so fought. you 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 you're trying to understand where's all this trust and belief in this guy's word when he's done nothing. I heard this guy's name since I was a young kid, and, and I kept hearing his name, name, name. It was like one of those mm. legends, right? But I never heard of him doing anything spectacular, you know? In fact, all I've heard about him is the same thing I've heard about Rui Resto, that they teach you dirty tricks. They teach you how to hit on the balls. They, hit you, they show you how to do the shoulder right Shoulder, now. yep. You know, and, and how to fight with the mouthpiece and all that other stuff. I mean, I'd rather train with Rui Resto because Rui Resto at least was in the top 10, right, in boxing. He was a legitimate fighter. This guy, I don't know anything about this guy. Right. He could have been the hamburger guy. <laughs> well, as far as I know, I don't know how the hell I got to that guy. But, I, don't, I don't know but, but uh, back to Smiley, right? Yes, back to if Smiley. Smiley wishes to do, do things right. He's become a world champion. I mean, I oh, like, man. I, I'm, yeah. It feels like I'm dogging this guy all the time, man. Online, on the internet. It's because of his potential, though. It's not. Text, and I'm trying to light a fire in him, but I'm also pissed at him because he didn't have his book. Even if he would have made me, he had no book, no, no license, no physical. We had to do a GoFundMe uh, 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 crackhead fund. Yeah. Thing. Which... And we got him his $90, which we're going to do. 
so he can have his book, so he can fight against physical. Because that is true. The, the kid is arrogant. I need to see this kid fight. Before I die, I need to see this kid fight. Me too. Me too. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it too. Like, honestly, like, it, it's, it's, it's sad to see that kind of potential go to waste, right? And like you said, like, we don't, we don't even know what his eating habits are. We don't know, like, what he does on the outside. And he still comes in here some, some days and Wasting you... Wasting time. Ugh. Oh man, it's it's it sucks, man. Like, I, and I'm sure I I hope he gets it together. And ten years from now, he's gonna look back and say, "Man, I could have been that guy." Or or he'll look back and say, "Man, I was really wasting time then. I'm glad I got it together." something if you really really passionate right like if i'm in love with if i like a girl a lot if i like a girl a lot you you gonna go you gonna go above me on and i'm i'm gonna be buddy buddy with a female friend okay tell me i like this girl you know how how can i date her what does she like what does she she like yeah oh oh she likes a guy that dressed nice okay and i dress funky so let me start dressing nice. Let me start going to school. Oh, she likes a guy that smells good. I buy a cologne. You can do whatever it takes. Preparation, preparation, right? I wanna, I wanna. It's almost like I'm going for a job interview. I wanna win her over, and he doesn't do that. He doesn't win me over. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything to win me over. He comes into the ring. He sparks once in the blue. It looks phenomenal. Fine, but what, what, what? He's not doing anything until he fights. I'm still going to grill him. I'm still going to grill him. Yeah. You know. And and you and you should, because you you're pushing him to be better. You're pushing him to be what what he should be. And his cousin Jahai Tucker grilled him, and his uncle. They, his uncle. I don't. I don't even want to have his uncle in this show because he's going to talk the whole thing about what a waste of talent he is. Yeah. I mean, I hope he gets it together. Like we 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 behind him. Like you you pushing him. Like. And he's and a good kid. He's not a he's bad a, kid. He's a good guy. He's a, a good guy, kid. yeah. He's, I don't think he's scared of anybody. Nah. Uh, he does. He just got to want it. He gotta, he's he got to want it. Nothing great, but he does everything good. And if he could just put the running together and eating together and no more smoking and just training hard, this kid could be amazingly. I, I wouldn't even. I would not be surprised. This kid winning some major tournaments. And possibly going to the Olympics. That's how good this kid is. That's how good this kid is. I wouldn't even want him to turn pro after five fights because, honestly, I'm doing a disjustice in him. I think him being in the Olympics or Nationals or Pan Am Games, Good World Games, anything like that, will, will bring him more money for him turning pro. In the pro. future, yep. You know? yep. Turning pro now will mean we got to, like, Dog all these guys. Yeah. You know, that take, are advantage. Guys, take advantage. Take you know? advantage, yeah. And they're not going to believe in us until we hit a certain, certain uh, uh, peak. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just sad, man. It's just sad. Smiley, get it together, bro. Get it any, together. Any, any other fights you uh, fancy to see fights? Uh, I think we. Oh, so we didn't, we didn't pick a winner for uh, Roy and, and McClellan. Roy Jones versus Gerald McClellan. Who you got? 
I think Roy beats him because of his speed and athleticism. Plus, Roy actually hit above average. He had above average power. He had, yeah, great power. Yeah, he yeah. He wasn't like a guy that didn't have power. His speed was better than Gerald. His power was probably equal or probably a little better than Gerald. Um, Let me ask you this. Do you, do you think Gerald McClellan gets to him? And we see that knockout earlier in his career. Um, so, because... Anything could Yeah, because... McClellan had good reach. He wasn't slow. He 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 had p- decent technique. He he was gonna land his shots. He was he was he was gonna get to Roy at, at some point, and I and you know how his power was there. Yeah, Roy Roy. I'm gonna look into German McClellan right now, right? It w- it would have been who got who first. It was it's either Roy's gonna knock him out or he's gonna knock Roy out. At that time. I don't think that fight goes the distance, though, the if they would have fought. The thing is, knowing Roy, Roy would have been prepared for this fight. He would, he knows G-Man. Oh, yeah. G-Man was yeah. a strong guy. Man. Yeah. Um, listen, he, he really he really went into the scene. John McClellan really went into the scene when he, when he knocked out uh, Julian, Julian Jackson. Julian Jackson, yeah. Before that, he was just a, a, a good fighter. Yeah, he was knocking guys out. But he he beat one of the There's v a guy guys. Here. He knocked out Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> 1992, July 7th. You would find that Steve Harvey. He knocked him on the first round. What if it's any relation to the real Steve Harvey? Yeah. Well, um, pull up his picture if you got a mustache. He knocked out John the Beast Mugabe. Mugabe. Yep. But Mugabe was never the same. The same after the the Hydra fight. Yeah. Um, we have here. Lost to Dennis Milton. He was in your dad's. Yep. Um, the event, the Boston event. event. Yep. Yeah, he lost to Dennis Milton, man. Majority decision. And he lost right after that, back to back, to a guy named Ralph Ward. Hmm. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. So. Styles make fights. Styles make fights, yeah. So, after he beat him, uh, uh, Julian Jackson, then he lost to Nigel Ben. Unfortunately, I don't put him in the Hall of Fame. You know, he beat one guy, but I think he needs to do more. Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. It sucks. I'm not yeah, it sucks. Guy. It sucks that his career ended the way it ended. Um, and who knows what would have happened if uh, the Nigel Ben fight didn't go the way it went. But um, and I, those that don't know, he went blind and he went uh, partially deaf, I think, or full deaf, uh, in the ring. And he laid down. I don't know what round. He knocked out. He knocked out um, um, Nigel Ben through the ropes. Ben came in, right? And everyone knew Ben was a tough, hard hitter. Another hard hitter. You know? But he swung loopy. So most of his shots probably landed on the back of the head mm-hmm. if we watch the whole fight. He doesn't do it on purpose or intentional. It's just that's how he fights. And that's where the shot landed. And, and yeah. And, um, and he hurt him and he took a knee. And before you know it, he laid down and the fight was over. Um. Never the same. And as far as Nigel Ben, he was happy. He was talking a lot of nonsense afterwards, of course. He was very elated. But as years passed by, that haunted him. That bothered him. Yeah. He became a pastor. And then, uh, I don't know if he's still doing pastoring, but I know his, his son is now a fighter. Uh, Connor, Connor, Connor Ben. Connor ben. But, uh, yeah, that changed his life. 
So he's not, he's not yeah, fight. man, Jerome McClellan is uh he's a bad shape, man. So Here's another dream fight, and they were best friends, Ken Norton, Joe Frazier. Woo! And they were trained by the same guy, Eddie Fudge. Oh my goodness! And all and both of them gave Muhammad Ali hell. Both of them. But both it's beat him. Very very debatable. We, we obviously we know that Ali won two out of three with Frazier. Yes. And he won two out of the three with Norton. With Norton. But we know that Ali did beat Frazier two out of the three, clearly. Yes. And but the Ken Norton fights are all not. All three of them, he could have easily lost. Lost, all yes. All three of them. And, and one that he won, he did say after the fight, I don't feel like I won tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and he broke his jaw. He broke his jaw. I mean, Norton, yeah. Norton was. He gave Ali hell. And he gave, and he gave. Larry Holmes held too. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. almost pulled out yeah. by also. Yeah. He, those guys, if they sit together, uh, Larry Holmes and Muhammad Ali, I mean, Ali's dead now, but if it, you would have brought him back and you sit him with Larry Holmes and say, oh, um, you want to fight this guy again? Ooh, do we got to go with this guy again? And <laughs> it's it's so crazy because George Foreman steamrolled Joe Frazier and he Ken Norton. rolled him in two rounds. And then Muhammad Ali that beats shot, him. The shot that he hit him, I mean, he steamrolled both. Frazier and, and Norton. And Norton. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I remember one of them, Norton, went back like this. Oh, yeah. Like a crucifix. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And landed right landed the on the road. On the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. George. The Black Hercules. Black Hercules. Oh, yep. Black Hercules. Yeah. That guy was, he was chiseled, yeah. man. And his son, Ken Norton Jr., was a football player. Yes. For, uh, the 49ers. Yep. Yep. The lineman. Yep. Yep. Ken Norton. He's I, a, that. Decent. Sack or something, and then go to the bag. <laughs> that that fight is a pick me. Uh, Norton versus Frazier. I, I they both get hurt bad. Yeah, it, it doesn't go to decision to me. But that's a that's a that's a that's a war. I think I think that that would be a trilogy. I think that'll turn to be another trilogy. Here's another one, guys. Right, and you will have to do research. On and this. and comment. Comment your fantasy fights, y'all. Everybody, comment your fantasy yeah, fights. What well, we love, let's discuss to, this. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to uh, argue or and uh, debate it and even research it, whatever you guys have. But this is another fight. A lot of people don't know this guy, right? Sugar Ray Robinson. Well, they know that guy. Yes, guy, I hope. I hope they do. The guy I'm about to bring, they don't know. Charles Burley. Okay, so Charles Burley was part of Murderers Row. Murderers Row, yeah. Right. And a lot of people felt that Sugar Ray Robinson ducked him because he was a hard guy to fight. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he did duck him on purpose. Maybe because there was no money. Robinson fought everybody. He, yeah, so I was about to say he. But he fought everybody. Was, I watched a lot of Charles Burley fights, and he was a tough. He lost to Ezra Charles. He got knocked out by Ezra Charles. Uh, Ezra Charles Archie, was tough. Archie Moore. I mean, but he's a big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's for big guys. Uh, he didn't have the fastest hands. He didn't have the fastest feet. And he was a hard hitter. But I think Robinson would have uh, outclassed him. I think Robinson beats him. him I know? think that's a clear. But I would have loved to see it. I would have loved to see that fight. That would have been a great fight to see. You know? I think I think we do. I think we need to do an episode. And, guys, comment comment your, your, your fantasy fights. If you want to debate us, if you don't agree with anything we said today, we will be doing an episode. But I think we should just go fantasy over. Fantasy fights. All fantasy fights and get some get some guys who, on here. Who would have packed out for in his prime in his day? Because mm. he fought everybody in his, his thing. Yeah, and 
it would have to be somebody in welterweight because he fought everybody in lightweight and, and featherweight. No, uh, no. He could have fought Prince Nassim Ahmed. I don't want to see that. And you Man. know what? But you know what? He would have beat Prince Nassim. When he came into the scene, right, he beat Luwaba, right? And then he beat, he didn't fought, then he fought Agapito Sanchez into a draw. Yes. Yes. Then, then he demolished uh, Barrera and, and then he lost to Lost to Mor- uh, Morales. Morales, yeah. But I would have been interested. I mean, at that time, I remember the score with the with the Barrera and and Hamed fight was one thirteen one thirteen. It was a close fight. It was close. I don't, I think maybe he was respecting his power, or or I don't know what. But obviously, it was a close fight. I would have liked to see him. Pacquiao was just a little bit taller than than uh, than this guy. He was very aggressive. Very that and that's that's what I think would have played a part in the I fight. I think he would have steamrolled. Uh, not seen. Not seen. Me too. Yeah, I think I think he would have been on his ass the whole fight. And he definitely would have taken his shots. Oh yeah. He definitely would have taken yeah, shots. Yeah, Pacquiao would have been on his ass the whole fight. It would have been a rough fight for him. It would have been a rough, rough, yeah. rough fight. Fight would have been an early stoppage too, like four yeah. rounds. Yeah, yeah. He would have he, he would have clipped him with one of them sneaky, sneaky been a, straights. A, a good fight to see. That yeah. Been a very very good fight to see. I'm not mad at that. I would have liked to see uh, Joel Casamayor versus uh, um, Zach Judah. That would have been a good fight too. Hmm. Two lefties. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah. You know what fight was waiting to happen within, I think, weeks or months? And they signed it and everything. But it never went, it never happened. And I'm going to look it up. I'm going to research it. Shane Mosley, Zab Judah. They were going to, they signed the contract and everything. And then somehow it fell off. I like that. I like that. That would have been interesting. I like that. Because... Cause that that reminds me of Judah Cota, and Judah Cota was interesting. The beginning of that fight was really good. Actually, he almost he almost scored a TKO. He on almost he almost Cotto. he almost stopped Cota. Zab Judah, and people don't give Zab Judah enough credit. Zab Judah was a supreme talent. Shout out to Zab because I found out yesterday that he opened up his boxing gym in California. Oh, shout out! I yeah. Text him and I told him why California and why not New York because New York needs more boxing gyms. That is a question I need to get an answer very soon. Shout out, um, shout out to Zab. You need to come on the podcast too, Zab. Shout out to Zab, Super Judah. Shout out to Melissa Judah, Daniel Judah, um, Joel Judah, the whole Judah family. He's also training his kids whole now. clan. He's training his kids now. He's doing good. He's doing good. I think he's also uh, uh, orderly in New York City. Nice. Um, I don't know if he's still doing that. But yeah, we had a good podcast today. We did, man. We did. Make um, sure to subscribe, follow, make a comment, like. Like, subscribe, like, comment. Whatever the hell you want to do. No, you better like. You don't like it. <laughs> you better like it. <laughs> you better like it. <laughs> <laughs> and ciao. Yes, sir.